Hello, Internet, and welcome once again to the Always Online Multiplayer Gaming Podcast brought to you by MMOBomb.com, your home for all things multiplayer related. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, aka Magic Man, and I've got a plethora of hosts with me today because it is the 500th episode. Holy crap. 500 episodes from the free to play cast all the way up to here. If you're watching on YouTube, listening on iTunes, Spotify, any of the podcast platforms, thank you so much. Obviously, without you even giving a damn and listening, there wouldn't be five episodes, let alone 500. Now, for 500, we're going to kick this old school. There is not really a, a show notes or a structure to it today. Uh, I've got a bunch of hosts, current, past hosts. We're going to catch up with all of them, see what they're doing, what were they playing this year, and what were their opinions on some of the bigger stories in gaming this year, whether that's Activision, Yes Chat, The Day Before, we'll talk about that, I'm sure, the death of E3, and a bunch of other things. And honestly, I really don't expect this to hold tight to even that loose format (laughs) with the panel I have here. So in uh, kind of an homage to our old show, Uh, Way back when, there will be no cameras besides the one you're seeing here to get things started. We're going to just show game footage, and I've selected a fine sampling of game footage, including some of our own very first looks for some of our hosts and our first videos. We're just going to roll the game footage and talk about gaming. But first, we got to catch up with all the other hosts and see... How they're doing? So first, let's go with uh, let's go with you, Troy. You're a current host. How are you, my friend? I'm good, Mike. How are you? I I can't complain. Except this is going to be a long sixty minutes. I can feel it. Happy five hundred. Yeah, yeah. You too, brother. You too. You too. I feel like I've been on five hundred of these at this point. You probably have. <laughs> it's it's a high percentage. I think if I look at the panel, the only other one besides me that would beat you is probably our next host stopping in, Mr. Jason Winter. What's up, boss? Eh, the usual. <laughs> the usual? What's the <laughs> usual? I, I'm always terrible at that one. Like, what have you been doing lately? I'm like, eh. <laughs> I've, been, I've been doing stuff. I've been things. doing stuff. Oh, my God. Look at this footage. This is my very first first look for MMO Bomb oh ever. God. This is yeah. Perfect World International, 11 years old. 11 years old holy hell how old you were when you made this video roughly yeah roughly right it's old zach was right around it is speaking of zach what's up mr sharps probably uh i mean how wait how old 11 years yeah no i would have been 15 no (laughs) oh my god 16 17 something like that i don't know i can't do i can't do math anyways uh yeah what's up um i i noticed as well as japan freak that um you might have almost said free to play cast at the I beginning know. yeah uh, it was you hesitated, this time, you hesitated actually, a moment though. yeah i, I guess yep. there was a brain um, lapse where i'm like should i just for old time Nah, i'm not going to <laughs> <laughs> yep how are you doing yeah, been, how, how are I've your robot chilling. legs the robot legs are very good um they they've been upgraded recently um i might be a teetering on becoming a cyber psycho but we're chilling so hopefully that doesn't happen um but yeah as far as what i've just been doing i've just been doing my normal stuff um but still working on my game from that i've mentioned on the, the cast uh numerous points in time um getting close to a steam demo so um yeah if you want to go wishlist that night of the forgotten realm on steam and gets his plug in already gets his plug yep. in already 
that that's a marketer there. You got to get them in early. Also, I um, figured it'd be a quick, a quick, quick one though. Also know? on the line, Mr. Sean Lang. How are you, Sean? Hey, how's it going? Uh, gotta say, you don't look a day over four hundred and ninety-nine. So <laughs> that that sounds about right. How are you, my friend? Sean was on a few episodes, and I've tried to get him on a few more, but schedule hasn't really worked out on your side. I'm so glad you were able to make it today. It's a real pleasure to be here. You ready to chat some games? Maybe. Oh, I got I got so many hot takes. <laughs> uh oh. All right. We'll get to those shortly. Also on the line, Mr. Dom Greco. You may remember him as Zista. What's up, Dom? Hey. Hello. Why you, why am I here? I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I was just like, you know, Discord holds ten. I only have nine. Um, ah yes yes at the afterthought no i'm kidding oh sean how do you not say that on chat <laughs> how do you how do you type that in chat but not say it that's such a great <laughs> line particularly if you were here for pre-show sean says or should i say hot cakes instead of hot takes. yeah oh man that's that's an opportunity lost by you sean that's an opportunity lost wilfredo your mic keeps going hot but i don't hear anything so i hope you're there oh i'm here Oh, what's up, Wilfredo? That easily. Uh, I'll tell you what's up. The garbage truck. Wait, what? Yeah. So that—that's the reason why my mic went quiet, but it keeps going off. The garbage truck. All right. Well, I mean, at least it's not a cricket. I haven't heard Larry since I moved, which is a great thing. But he still owes me money. <laughs> Also here joining us. Yes, we're not done introducing everybody yet. We've got Matthew. What's up, sir? Hey, guys. Uh, happy 500, even though I haven't been here until like somewhere in the 480s, 490s. Hey, man, you're part of the family. Of these, you're part of the family. Yeah, like I told Mike, this is my favorite hour of the month. Happy holidays, y'all. And hey. finally on the line right now, Demina. Welcome back. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's, it's been it's been a long time. Do you even still game? I mean, in the traditional sense, what? no. Wait, in the traditional sense, what does that mean? I don't have time. I don't have the time for All real right. gaming. That's a so bunch I've of shenanigans. We'll game. get to why that's shenanigans later, because I walk through the living room and I see gaming <laughs> going on. I... <laughs> I also oh, I mean, see that's, that's not fair. I also see battle passes on the bank account. <laughs> okay, but that, 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 that's a limited amount of time. I don't have the time for like 14 or anything. And now there's a, 4K. There's a few hosts that uh, weren't able to make it. Uh, so I do want to uh, say hello from them. Kaylin, uh, not able to make it. And, and not really able to send a message to everybody or anything celebrating 500, but she did want to say, hey, congrats. Uh, so sad she couldn't be there. Unfortunately, her part of the, the neck of the woods here for her in the United States uh, had some tornadoes recently, and it's, it's a little rough down there. So Kaylin sends her regards. She misses all of you and, and will aim to be on a show soon. And then I also have a note from uh, Brim. Brim was here for our 400th episode, was not able to make the 500th episode uh, due to traveling to Mexico for work. So hopefully he has a safe trip. But he did want me to read a little thing he wrote to you, uh, everybody watching, to the free-to-play community. 
First and foremost, congratulations on a huge accomplishment, achievement. What do the kids call trophies now in games? Either way, very proud to see what the cast has become over the years. I would never have expected something like this to go past seven episodes, but you guys kept it alive. For the ones that do know who I am, I thank you for keeping the spirit alive. For the ones that don't know who I am, maybe I'll make an effort to show my face again at some point. Unfortunately, the stars did not align this time, and I continue to move backwards in technology. I think the last time we recorded my video using a phone, and now we're typing up a transcript. G gave up <clears throat> on PC and gaming systems and have now moved back to board games such as Catan and Ticket to Ride. Hopefully I get another chance to come back before Magic Man has to write my biography. But seriously, congratulations again, and hopefully I get to see you out on the internet. Love, Brim. P.S. Star Wars The Old Republic is still the greatest broken game of all time, and I'll die on this hill. <laughs> That's absolutely a hill he will, he will die on. He will die on. Uh, and one more before we get uh, kicking around with some actual game news here. Spunkify was not able to make the show uh, today. Neither was Havoc, although Havoc, if he gets off of a conference call early enough, will ping me and we'll jump in later in the episode. So hopefully that works out. Spunkify did send a little video over, so I'm going to play that for the viewers now. Hosts, you won't be able to hear this, so uh, please just remain quiet until you hear my voice again. Very nice of Spunkify to uh, to come and send that video over for everybody. Nice catching up with him. We'll we'll aim to get him uh, on an episode very soon. He knows he's always invited. I don't know why he's throwing those little shots. <laughs> yes, Magic Man will invite you. Absolutely. You know you're always invited. Glad him and the family are doing well. And man, that dude and some war games. Woof. Woof. He's liking the war games. So I think let's uh, let's kind of catch up, gang. Jason, 
We'll start with you, boss. It's uh, 2023, been a kind of an up and down year across gaming, depending on what you're talking about. But what have you been enjoying since you've kind of left MMO Bomb, retired? You're enjoying the the retired life. Uh, what are you playing? What are you liking? What news has you shaking your head or excited? Catch us up. I've been enjoying not working for you anymore. Oof. Uh, oh. Oh. Got him. Damn. Uh, looks like Jason disconnected from the call. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> look, I did one. I did one first look last year after I left. That was all. That you was did. all you got out of me from then on. That's it. That's it. And actually, I've been playing. I'm playing a lot of Overwatch lately. Uh, now that I found some people to actually play with, that's really been a help, rather than having to go for it alone. That's usually uh, a help. Yeah. Because earlier this year, I finally got into like a Red Dead RP. So I was doing a ton of that. That was like my main thing for like about three or four months there. But a lot of cool people. I still hang out with some of them. They might even be in chat. Who knows? Hi. Hi. Um, <laughs> but yeah, knows? I play Overwatch with them. I play uh, Phasmophobia. We even got a D&D group going on. So yeah, that's uh, what I've been doing. And I got something else I've been doing too. I'm going to save that for like the, the little stuff at the end where we like tell about our projects. Where, and you, can, where you can plug some stuff. Yeah, I want to plug. Yeah, I'll save yeah. my plug for the end. No, no problem. So uh, Overwatch 2 is the interesting one for me. Like, obviously, you've always been the Overwatch guy when it came to coverage on MMO Bomb, uh, when it was the original, and then as Overwatch 2 was becoming a thing, and just like the fiasco that that kind of became with the cutting of the PvE, and like, why is this a separate game now, etc. But you've stuck with it where a lot of people haven't. So... What's going on in that world that makes you stay when a lot of people have left? Uh, having people to play with because it's still the same shit that it was before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I enjoyed the exact same amount I did, you know, about a year ago, which was yeah, still fun to play, but I hate the cash shop. So, right. But you know, having people to do it with is makes a big difference. Were That's you angry at the PVE stuff game. being stripped? Not so much. I, they went through a lot of stuff. When I looked into it a lot more, I found that the uh, Bobby Kodak really wanted the Overwatch League. Oh yeah, and and which Jeff is now uh, gone. Yeah, and Jeff wanted the PVE. Jeff yep. Kaplan wanted yep. the PVE, which is now gone. And apparently, they like not came to blows exactly, but they had their own different idea of how it should go, and neither one of them worked. So it's like just focus on what you do sort of well, you know, and stop trying to make it into everything else. And maybe they'll have better success at it. I'm actually surprised like when they first announced the uh, Overwatch 2 and they were saying, okay, every every two seasons we're going to have a new hero and we're going to have new this and new that. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. You, yeah, sure, they were going to alternate like a hero and a map every season. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, uh, they've been keeping it going still and at uh, BlizzCon they announced the uh, the new stuff they'll be doing over the next year, so I'm mildly optimistic that they're actually going to stick with it for a while and not go off on some other crazy tangent, but all right. They've got my attention still for the time being. That's impressive. That's impressive. What about you, Sean? Been a while. What are you playing? What did you? What uh, struck your fancy in 2023? I mean, this year has been pretty incredible. Uh, I still play a lot of Dead by Daylight. Uh, that game is kind of like, uh, you know, how people like will play League and get just really mad and rage quit and oh, then yeah. go back the next like hour. Oh yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me and Dead by Daylight. <laughs> I'll quit, but sounds like me and he Rocket knows I'm coming League. back. 
<laughs> Sounds like me and Rocket League. I get <laughs> mad at a match I abandon, and I'm like, well, I'm shutting it down because I have a five-minute timer on abandon anyway. And then eight, <laughs> eight minutes later, it's booting back up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> have you played, like, Chucky or any of the – do you get, like, the DLCs and all that stuff? Or? So, yeah, I did play the good guy. Uh, he's uh, very uh, broken. He's oh. he's a he's a yeah, he's a really good killer, um, and it's really it's really refreshing because from Xenomorph to now Chucky, they're the last two killers have been really cool, and they introduced new aspects to the game. Like it's the first time that a killer had the third person point of view, and the way that they've just integrated um, all of the what you'd expect from a killer into this new third person view is um, pretty incredible. Um, so I give them props on that. Fantastic. So a battle and, uh, pass buyer, right? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the, I, I'm ashamed to say, but the only battle pass I will buy is Diablo 4. But uh, I mean, there's worse battle passes to buy. <laughs> there's worse battle passes to buy. Yeah. Hey, Demina. Um, what's an oh, example of a worse battle pass to buy? <laughs> Fortnite might be a worse battle pass to buy. Oh, that sounds about right. Hey, what's this Epic Games charge on our bank account? <laughs> what have you been playing? Um, uh, and... The Fortnite Battle Pass. Uh... <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> That's what it is. Unreal. Why? So why have you gotten back into Fortnite of all things? Because our daughter asked me one time to play. I originally started playing that because she spent a lot of time playing it in like seventh grade and i figured if my kid was a lot of time doing something i ought to know what it is so i sat down one day and said to her tell me what this game is and teach me how to play it and so then she and i used to play it and then i got out of it or whatever and she asked me recently to play it again and she is equally sucked back in okay but i got probably the most sucked in i've ever gotten by this game and i just don't know why i figured out how to use the shotgun and that was it <laughs> I mean, it's just like a point and click, right? It's, it's. I was never good at this game before, though. Then they listen. Then they put in the no build mode, so I'm like even regular player, right? And uh, I never was good at building. They put in the no build mode, and now I can everybody. All yeah, of a sudden, I've literally so I you know okay having kids totally respect the you know I might not like this game but uh, you know I'll play it with the kids. I've done that with Overwatch a little bit, the original Overwatch here and there with with our boys and. But I just got to point out, I think the number of times I've walked through the living room to go outside to smoke and you were swearing at the television, <laughs> I'm pretty sure most of those times our daughter wasn't even home, let alone playing. Oh. I was playing. I'm not denying it. I told you I got sucked right back in. And also, wearing at video games that are frustrating is kind of like my sick move. Oh. Yeah, you absolutely, gang, should never... I could not stream if she played the old Frogger games on the PlayStation 1. Uh, I'd love to stream that for you, but there's only so much swearing you can do before you cause a problem. <laughs> and literally, Frogger and Frogger 2 on the PlayStation 1, I our kids must have been, what, like five at the time? And it's like, okay, daddy's taking the kids for a walk because mommy's calling everybody cunt. 
Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Not that word. Oh. Definitely not that word. Oh, you've used it. Maybe not that one. <laughs> you've used it. Not at Frogger. You might have learned that word. Not at Frogger. <laughs> She's just not at Frogger. All right, Wilfredo, what are you playing, my friend? Uh, I've been bouncing around a lot, actually. Um, so it, I let's see. I jumped back into Ultima Online. That that. Wow. I'll, I'll talk about that. Yeah, it's it's. I'm jumping between two versions. I'm jumping between the official EA and then the uh, private shard, and I'm having way more fun in the private shard. Um, it, that that should be something for EA to fix <clears throat> if they ever do. Um. Just started playing Final Fantasy fourteen because they've got that extended trial, and uh, I'm really digging it. It's critically I'm, I'm acclaimed, I hear. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's a it, it's a really good game. I wonder if it's ever gonna, you know, do more. I wonder if it's gonna but, catch on. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? I jumped back into WoW recently just to see what that's like. You and Matthew both. Uh, mm. It's not like I really want to, but it's more like a kind of confronting demons kind of thing because i still have a lot of hate for that game but i'm trying to grow past that uh and uh, that's that's just some of what i've been doing like obviously i've been playing some eso here and there uh but for the most part i've just been like i need an itch to get scratched but there's more like pathfinder 2 that's been going on whenever i have the opportunity to play it but other than that that's really it Man, this footage I, it actually makes me want to play Alads online. Holy hell. I actually re-downloaded that game like a few days ago. Oh, man. <laughs> did you really? Did, I did really, like really. So I'm watching this and I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> Alan's it wasn't online. a bad this... game. It wasn't a bad game. Just no. had a very bad cash shop. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, they, see, like, they were sneaky about it. It wasn't a bad cash shop until Endgame. Yep. Yeah. You know, you were like, "This is actually pretty fair, pretty fair, pretty." And then you get the end game, and you're like, "No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not." Matthew, uh, back in WoW, we talked about that. Uh, Japan. This first look was done by somebody named Chris. I don't know Chris. <laughs> the first look was done in May of 2011. My very first first look, which we were just watching some of from Perfect World International was November of 2011. So Chris slightly predates me. Uh, I don't know if he was still there while I was there because I just uh, I started as just an ad hoc contributor too. Uh, so he may there may be some overlap between Chris and I uh, time wise, but I never met Chris like to do a podcast or to do a video together or even you know have a conversation. So uh, I don't know. The, the, the person's name is Chris. Uh, Matthew, still hanging around in World of Warcraft. You gave us that update last week. How's that going? I sure am. I'm uh, approaching uh, max level, at least for this first phase. And yeah, I'm I'm having a blast. But I think I am a different case because I've, I'm pretty much a new player. Um, as I mentioned on the last podcast, I played a couple hours of retail, like one day when I was bored. And I played the launch of Classic WoW back when it launched years ago for like that first month. Didn't keep playing after that, though. Um, and also I had friends at the time who were playing it. Uh, this I'm playing totally solo. And yeah, I'm I'm freaking hooked, man. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I, my my experience might be different because like 
it's not just that season of discovery is new for me it's classic wow in general like everything is new to me yeah so uh i mean i think that for a new player like like as i've experienced it, it's a pretty good mmo to jump into right now um you know no pay to win at least i mean there's a gold buy-in problem right now i think but um you know it's a subscription so you everyone's pretty much you know can't just pay to progress everyone has to put the work in and yeah i don't know having a blast I think it's funny, like Matthew's got the new player experience and Wilfredo's going back just to like right the wrongs that the Fell Reaver did to him when he was a teenager. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that noise. I hate that noise. What you got going, Zach? Yeah, so um, I played obviously Baldur's Gate 3, which was amazing. Um, And then I went into sort of an MMO binge and I'm still kind of in it. So I played Final Fantasy 14. You do that though. Like you've talked about that on this show before where you like don't play any for like nine months and then you're playing six at the same time. Yes. And so I I finally got around to beating Shadowbringers, which kind of was a blessing and a curse because I really loved it in, in some ways. But. I don't think I'm going to play Final Fantasy 14 ever again unless they have massive overhauls because I swear like 80% of that game is just like chat bubbles and then like you actually get to do some combat and then you have like two more hours of like story to go through. So like it, it just was it was really awful for me from a pacing perspective. Um, but for the dungeons, the dungeons and the, the raids in that game are just absolutely yeah. exquisite. I love them so much. Like the final part of Shadowbringers, oh, so good. Um, and then I got into um, World of Warcraft and kind of had like an opposite experience. Like I would say that WoW is like a, a more consistent game than Final Fantasy XIV in terms of like it's good this like all the time, but it never reaches a phenomenal point. Like and and that's that's my issue with it. Um, but right now I'm playing Season of Discovery and oh my god the nostalgia is this this smacking me across the face left and right. I've absolutely been loving it. Um, it's been having been having a good time. Feels like an adventure. Um, it really, it just sort of strikes the chord that I've been looking for um, for a little while in MMOs, like a more classic feeling game. Um, and it's just bringing back a lot of memories. So I've been enjoying that a lot um, as I've been waiting for other games on the horizon um, to eventually release. So that's what I've been doing. God damn it. I seriously might download Alad's online after this show. I'm <laughs> telling you, watching this is bad. like yeah. making me want to try to. I mean, I played it. I played it forever ago, right? Like when you finally got bored of WoW, free to play just really started to become a, a thing in the West when Lotro did it, and then D and DDO or DDO did it. And <sighs> I know it's not good. Why would I do that? Like, <laughs> but I'm so. I'm probably going to. Chat. I've I've got to say this is my first hot take. I uh, haven't played both season of Discovery and Alad's Online. Uh, I mean, obviously, Alad's has kept up better graphically, and just like how smooth it is, it's been pretty incredible. It was released yeah, years after. Yeah, it's yeah. always been pretty uh, yeah. for its age because it kind of took that. I mean, it, it's literally a WoW clone. That was its biggest yes. thing back yep. then, right? Like. Yeah. If you didn't tell me this was a different game, I would think it was WoW from first glance. Yeah, and and that was even back when it was when it came out. It was like, yeah, this is we know we throw around the term WoW clone, but this is legitimately a yes. WoW clone. <laughs> um, yep. even back in the day there, so. Yeah, I think it was like just like when I played it, I spent a fair amount of time in it, and I was like, yeah, you know, this is. If I'm bored with WoW, I can come and play this. I don't know why, because it's just WoW, but 
whatever. What do you got going on, Dom? What's your game of the year? What are you playing? Game of the year. Wow. Um, like, it doesn't even have to playing, come out this year. Like, just what's, what's yeah, the most I, I've been playing. <clears throat> you know I, I've been playing a lot of Hunt Showdown. Oh, yeah. Um, the, it's such a weird concept for me because I've always hated Battle Royale-style games, and this one, because of the PvE, draws me in. Um, I, had a, I, I don't know. I've just been having a lot of fun. With that, they're doing their new uh, winter event right now, the final one to wrap out the, the end of the year. Um, but I've also kind of gone back and played almost at least one game that everybody here has been talking about. Like I've, I've still been keeping up with WoW a little bit. I just reinstalled uh, Overwatch 2 after like four or five months of it being uninstalled on my computer. Um, and uh, and uh, Jason made a, a statement of like Blizzard just stick with what they're good at. But the the one thing Blizzard's been phenomenal at is storytelling. And that's the one thing that's always been missing from overwatch in the actual game itself not the outside media sources so i i was very disappointed when the pv got canceled i'm still disappointed to this day and with that being said i still haven't bought the the pv dlc yet so <laughs> neither have i are we gonna are we gonna raid in the next expansion again for a bit uh i don't know <laughs> I, uh, I I technically I started raiding with uh, with Chaffnet the the start of this this one, so I don't know, but that that always felt dirty because then I had to play Alliance or I was still playing Horde, but it's like that cross faction stuff right. that they added. Right. But yeah. And last but certainly not least, Mister Troy, I saved you for last because you're the most recent. Everybody knows what you're playing, but what's your game of the year then? Uh, game of the year this year has been New World with the expansion. Oh, uh, shit. I've been it looks like Troy's disconnected. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Yikes. go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Although I'm currently in the middle of a nostalgia hit, my yearly nostalgia hit. I've been playing Rift for the past few days with no. a back injury. So, what? Speaking yeah. of WoW clones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Why would I download this game again? Okay, so like, why did you get into Rift again? He says as he contemplates downloading Alads online. <laughs> <laughs> just just that uh just that nostalgia hit from back in the day. Uh I was in New World, I was waiting on season four to begin and I was just looking for something else to get into and I was like, you know what, I haven't played Rift in about a year. Let me get in there. Let me let me hear the sounds of the quest completion and hear some of the music and some of that and bring back those good memories of back in the day. Um Mm -hmm. the past few years because it's it's really starting to feel dated now man sean bringing up in chat runes of magic too good lord don't mention that game <laughs> oh i tried that game again like a couple years back and it did not age well at all oh man <laughs> runes of magic was right. always interesting to me because it did something very similar to final fantasy 11 right where that was my mmo forever for a long time Demina's too was final fantasy 11 and runes of magic let you you know, pick two classes. Now I think they let you do three, right? I think that was a change a few years ago that you're you're picking three classes and going like a subclass and a sub subclass or whatever the hell they want to call it. Man, Ruse yep. of Magic. That's yeah, that's I mean, those were the days where, you know, certain people couldn't afford, you know, World of Warcraft, couldn't yeah. afford a subscription. And so yep. you just do your best to avoid the cash shop and uh just play the game as you could take it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Free to play. 
lots of lots of memories. Like right now, Tro- uh, uh, Jason, I've got the Total War Battles Kingdom first. That's look what going. I thought it was. Yeah, yeah was it's, like, it's Jason's first first look with the site. <laughs> Total War remember- Battles Kingdom. And when I asked him, hey, do you remember your first look so I could use it for B-roll? He was like, oh, God, that game was horrible. Here it is. <laughs> you know, it's a shame we don't have the audio going because I remember, too, what I did is like, I got a sound effect off my phone, like a little ka sound. And every time it, it directed me to the cash shop, I played that over the in the video. <laughs> was that what they those- want you to spend in the cash shop? Ka-ching. Was was that one of those like MMORTSs when there was like a, a phase of different companies doing that, like Age of Empires Online? Um, it was like a oh, and also stronghold those, those asymmetrical oh, games where like you get your army going and then someone else will raid you and when you're offline or whatever that sort of thing and it takes hours to build your stuff. It was yeah, um, it was, that's what kind of what it was like. Absolutely, so more like Clash of Clans. Yeah, I mean, it oh. had like Total War. Well, it wasn't even really Total War battle, you know, Total War kind of mechanic. You just had, like, see here, you got your little army out and you'll issue a few commands and they'll do a little fight. And yeah, it wasn't <laughs> really, it wasn't really RTS. It was just TS. It was just TX for transactions. <laughs> Turn strategy. See, you see, they're, they're lined up like that and I'll, I'll issue an order or whatever, I think. So yeah. It was just transactions. It was a mobile it game. Wasn't it wasn't real time anything. It was real time credit cards. <laughs> real time <laughs> transaction processing. Look simulator. at how fast those armies are moving. I mean, look at look at that speed. Look the at that. action. <laughs> this is intense. It, Come it, it on, is. Guys. Oh, it's oh. like moving out of the way of Austin Powers steamroller. A couple of them got some speed bursts. Look at those guys. Look at them go. Is this even still oh, I available? Great. I have no idea. I, no, I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> you probably died a pretty quick death. Oh, the one thing I'll just mention too to bring it up in Total War that I just noticed. Um, you remember, remember how Pharaoh got really lambasted a few months ago? Yeah. yeah, yeah They've yeah. apparently reduced the price and they're giving refunds to people who paid the full price for it. Nice. I yeah. mean, that's the least they could do, right? Yeah. Speaking Sometimes of refunds, let's talk about some uh, some news of the year and get some takes on it, because uh, I know some of you mm. absolutely want to chime in on the day before fiasco. Uh, we got to yes, talk about that last week a little it bit on the show like when, when the game had launched and was an absolute mess. But what happened in the subsequent days was absolutely amazing since our last show. Uh, four days after the day before goes into early access at forty dollars a pop, fantastic, fantastic, whatever you want to call them. Their CEO disappears from Twitter and from LinkedIn. The company announces that the game's a financial failure four days after early access launch. So much so that they're closing. That's not how business works, people. That's just if <laughs> if you have to close your business, it wasn't because of the sales of your game in the first four days when Steam doesn't even pay out until the thirtieth. So uh, they disappeared, uh, and they've had some lovely responses online to customers like, shit happens, Uh, (laughs) which is not exactly what people wanted to hear as Steam took the game down, and um, Mytona, the company publishing the game, worked with Steam to open up refunds regardless of the two-hour play limit. What an absolute cluster. I think we all saw it being a cluster, but how fast it became a cluster wilfredo is astounding this is an understatement okay now i remember being on uh one of the podcasts when we were first looking at the um the trailer i believe it was you me and troy and we all had the same idea this game looks empty right and then to see this easily mitigated disaster if they would have just put more time and been honest about this stuff 
to just happen. I'll be honest, I think it's a lot for game companies uh, these days. Mm -hmm. This wasn't even what they said it was going to be when it came out. We talked last week uh, about it just being... And they scrubbed it. Yeah, just being an extraction shooter instead of an open-world MMO, Zach. I mean, their Steam description still said open-world MMO even after Early Access launched. We were were looking for that at launch. Yeah, it reminds me of the the whole. Um, if you remember, there was a game called War Z back in the day, and oh, yeah. now it's Infestation, Survivor, yeah. Survival Titoff. Stories. Yeah, and mm. it reminds me of that. But even they didn't like close down immediately. They kept this. They kept like it going for a while. I think it still is active today. Like that's what I thought this was. This whole thing was going to be is like it, they were going to launch it and just like have it be vaporware to just sits there and do no, and does nothing. But they still collect some money from people who just like to play broken games or whatever. Like, that's what I thought was going to happen. But no, they exceeded my expectations. They shut it down immediately, which was crazy. Yeah, and what's weird is that they didn't, Damina, they didn't try to shut the game down at first. They tweeted out saying the company was closing and that the future of the game was unsure. Within like two hours, I was writing an update to the piece because Steam was like, no, that's not how that works, friend. We're closing down your game too. I guess they became more sure. They became. Fact, they became certain. Yeah, they they became certain that they were shutting down. I was catching you up on all this, and you were just like slack jawed while all this was going. (laughs) While I was describing it to you, it was incredible. I don't think we've ever seen anything quite like it, huh? I personally haven't. But all the good stories, as you know, I live here and one thing happens i get to hear about it so but i will say this is why you don't pay for anything or a beta or you know yeah you've always been at, against... least they, at least they got their money back yeah that's true you've always been against the like paying for early access or or betas most of us are against paying for betas some of us dabble in the early access but yeah. early access if it's if it's what is being advertised is different than what happened. Here. What <laughs> happened here was early access for a completely different experience than what they were selling from the beginning. Yeah, just a bit, just a bit. Did anybody, so, did anybody besides me on the panel buy it? I bought it to absolutely do a, not to do a video yeah. for how bad it was. Thinking this will be cute, I'll put it up on MMO Bomb or whatever. We're gonna make fun of my battle pass, and you bought this shit. Oh. I... <laughs> <laughs> I uh, was like, yeah, I'll, I'll be cute. I'll put up a pithy video on MMO Bomb. Uh, about 38 minutes later, I was like, no, I can't. It's not worth hanging on to this for more than two hours. Uh, I'm going to refund this. So I was ahead of the game and refunded in the two hours <laughs> and just totally foregone. I said, no, I'm not going to do an MMO Bomb video. Did anybody else even out of morbid curiosity jump into this? No. No, heck no. I got better things to do with my money. Yeah, yeah, right. In my time, <laughs> it would be more entertaining to literally light it on fire. <laughs> I agree. What it's a- one of those things. Like I knew it was a train wreck. It was always going to be a train oh, yeah. wreck. There was there was no other result other than it being a train wreck. So why would I just entertain it being a train wreck? Yeah, like, I this- I think I said it on last week's show, and somebody put it in the comments when I was writing the updates this week about the company closing. That And we both had the exact same thing. We all knew this was going to be a failure. The only thing that's surprising is how fast it went down. (laughs) That was the only surprise. 
I think the surprise for me was the fact that they even pushed it to early release because if you look at stuff like Dreamworld, if you look at um other scam attempts, they never really got as far as this one did. And so the fact that they made it on Steam early access, I was surprised that they were they were bold enough to actually go that far with it. Yeah, you keep it on Kickstarter, you sell it on your own website, so that way no one can refund it. That's like the peak scamming behavior. You don't release it on Steam where people can actually refund it. I love that the, like, the day before it went into early access, too, Jason, they put up this like reveal, revelations post. And they were like, thank you to you know all our supporters and everything. And then they also said, like, to our detractors, we are not a scam. We never took any money from anybody. We never had pre-orders. We never had crowdfunding. And I'm like, you don't have to steal money to be a scam. Yeah. You just have to say this is not a scam. That's, that's... <laughs> I, I think what they did is they, they hired the PR firm that did uh, the early Fallout 76 PR. Oh, jeez. So bad. They should have hired the number. We're not going to do anything PR. about this. Even even Play in their order. closing announcement, they reiterated the fact that they had never taken pre-order money or crowdfunded money, and it was like, okay, but you used this huge following of yours for two years to market two or three other small side project games, most of which you quickly abandoned after launch. Anyway, you there was one video where like the the reveal of the day before stuff was just totally eclipsed by them showing off some like communications app or some social networking app that they had created like you were trying to gain from this in other ways by marketing other things to people and just because you didn't have the audacity to also put it on kickstarter doesn't mean you weren't a scam <laughs> you know and on top of all that you're lying about what you actually are the entire time yeah yeah absolutely and honestly, to your point, Zach, I think the only reason, or not Zach, um, who, who said something about surprise that it actually released? Um, Me, Sean. Sean, sorry. I, I knew somebody. Somebody host, I can't keep track of it. Yeah, I know. It's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. To, to Sean, your point, I think, is perfect. I, I think because they had to, right? I think they were in a position. Your company doesn't close four days after your game launches because you didn't sell enough. That just does not happen. You were already closing. This was like the last ditch. Let's get something out there. Maybe people will be cool with it. Maybe we'll make a little bit of money. Maybe it'll save us and let us do what we want to do. Oh, no, it didn't. Okay, now we're closing. I think it came out because that was that was the only play. It was either so, that or close having released nothing where maybe some off fluke, you get a chance to keep going because not as many people are pissed off as ended up being. Yeah, I mean, I made the joke, but like maybe they should have taken the No Man's Sky route because at the end of the day, like, that game released claiming it was multiplayer, massively so, and it wasn't. And yet, look at it today, you know, they've rebounded and earned the respect of the entire industry, but this just... I, I feel like the way No Man's Sky released and this is actually pretty parallel, but... I don't know. It's just kind of disappointing that they didn't stick it through. <laughs> Tori, that's a great point. But like, can you even put this on your resume? Could you imagine being somebody that worked on this game? You have no job for the last five years that you could put on your resume. <laughs> <laughs> you got to wonder whether or not they, they leveraged the early sales of the game for like potential 
like a loan or something like that, like or potential investment saying, hey, look at, you know, how much we've sold, you know, we're just waiting on it to arrive. Can you please give us an investment so we can reinvest it or something like just to further the scam even more? I, that's just, I, I just wonder if they did that or not, because it totally seems like they're the type of team that would try and do something like that. To get some venture capital. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I mean, they said in the closure announcement that all their revenue was going to be used to pay off debt to partners. So naturally, I immediately emailed my my Tona, their publisher, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I mean, you are the primary debtor that stands to gain from any sales of this game. Do you have a comment on what is going on, the reception of the game, and all this stuff?" Uh, no comment was the reply, mm -hmm. and then finally, the next day, they did chime in on Twitter saying we're working with steam to get refunds for, for everybody. What a mess. What an absolute mess. And then, yeah, the CEO so disappears from LinkedIn and Twitter. I think that when they advertised their other little apps and stuff, after they built this huge platform and community and, you know, did all of that, the money that they garnered from that is somehow separate or will that also be going to pay off their oh, debts they, here they said that they're not going to make any revenue from the steam sales that the because they're they're all being refunded anybody that wants a right. refund can get one and yeah the sale of this game right but yeah. not for any revenue that came from the other things that they advertised oh using no of their course community. not of course mm -hmm. not yeah, no, but, I, I, no Man's Sky was nowhere near this bad. No Man's Sky was still bad. By the way, when I saw Sean at the Game Awards and he announced his new game, I screamed at my monitor, don't believe him yet. <laughs> no Even Man's Sky might, be, might well. be great now, but I still remember what you did, buddy. I still remember what you I did. I remember what you did last game summer. Right, right. <laughs> years ago. He, was, he was memeing about that on Twitter. It was kind of funny. Hey, Matthew. Luckily, like, oh, sorry, go ahead, Dom. I was going to say, luckily, you don't hear about this kind of stuff very often. It's few and far between. Like, I think the, the biggest one that I remember was like, I think it was actually 10 years ago was Cube World. Right. And that it's a bit of a different story. Like, yeah. I'm sure you remember Cube World. But it, it yeah. was like it was one developer and his, his wife or something. It yep. was like a, a, it was a, husband, a duo wife combo. Yeah, they sold a bunch of things. The game exploded. They like did way better than they thought they were gonna. And then he just disappeared. And everybody thought that he like scammed them and all this stuff. And he just went dark on the internet for, I think it was a year or something like that. Yep. And then all of a sudden he just came back and started posting like nothing happened and and started posting updates again. And I believe they're still doing it to this day, even though like Steam says that. The game's never been updated, but I, he's still posting stuff on his Twitter. Last I knew, I checked into like a year ago or something. Stojan saying No Man's Sky is actually good. Yeah, we we recognize that it's actually good now, but you know, yeah, it yeah. doesn't take away the I fact that watch. you lied for as long as you lied. Here's some lost I mean, arc footage from the Korean beta, courtesy of Zach's first video with MMO Bomb. Go ahead, Sean. No, that's this. That's the thing, though. Like, I'm genuinely like upset about the No Man's Sky situation because I believed everything that they said the game was going to be, and it was like literally like ten, fifteen percent of everything that they would announced that they oh, were so going to have on release. You just described Overwatch too. Oh, <laughs> do, oh, don't even get me started on that one. I'm I'm actually boycotting the game. I'm not even joking. Like, I don't play it. When they announced the cancellation of PVE, I literally uninstalled it, and I have not played it since. The yeah. closing of Fantastic or Fantastic, whatever the uh, it reminded me of something, <laughs> or it, I saw a comment 
that somebody replied on Twitter when they announced their closure. And I was like, this is a really savvy comment. And I'm sure most on this panel and most watching this type of show are going to get this. But the reply to them was, was this a Kurt Schilling run company? Which was a fantastic <laughs> That's reply. That's great. Fantastic oh. reply. Uh, no, because taxpayers didn't get stuck with the bill for the day before. Uh, yeah, the damn. day before. Hey, Matthew, what do you think about the death of E3? That's uh, some other big news this year that just uh, popped this last week. The official, I mean, it's been like, we've been watching it die for years. But <laughs> <laughs> the ESA has officially said, yeah, we're done. We're done. You know, it's sad because I genuinely, like me and my brother growing up, we would sit down and watch E3 like every single year. It was awesome. It was like the Super Bowl for gamers. Um, and, you know, now we have the Game Awards. And, like, I know that the Game Awards is more trailers than awards, but it's basically like dollar store e3 at this point but like it does the job so like it's not like we don't have you know a big events every year we do have the game awards and i'm personally okay with that but i mean it's not it was it's not as good as it didn't hit i don't know if it's nostalgia but it didn't hit it doesn't hit as good as e3 used to and that's that's sad. Sad day for gamers. Yeah, there's a part of me that's a little sad about it. Uh, I never actually got to go in person. I had a couple opportunities, but it just didn't work out um, back way back when, when it was industry only. I was running a game, a video game store at the time, uh, but I, I wasn't able to to make it there. And then as press, just like the last five or six years, Jason, like the, the most convenient part of E3 for us was that we could watch one set of things and get all of the news and write about it. It is obviously easier and cheaper for Nintendo to do their Nintendo Direct and Sony to do their Sony Showcase and Xbox to do their thing and this game company to go do their own thing. They could do it from their studios. They can broadcast it. It's cheap. It's, you know, in most cases, free for a lot of them uh, to do it besides paying the staff that's running the thing. Uh, but it is annoying from a press side in that we got to keep this like this now full schedule of like there's a three month period and all the different events that people are running so that we can make sure we're covering the news and things. I do miss it from that aspect. I do miss the idea of a big gaming con. But for the last five or six years, if not longer, E3 just wasn't it anyway. Yeah, because it's the same thing I've talked about with regards to like advertising first with a magazine that I worked for and then with websites, it's like the companies don't need us as much anymore because they have all their own outlets. They have their own YouTube and Twitch channels and whatever, and they have Reddit and they have their personal discords, or whatever. That's how they get their word out more. So, so they don't need to be paying us for that privilege to you know put a banner on our site as much. And E3 was kind of the same way. It just became outdated once we had, you know, used to be, and I feel almost this way with our regular conventions. Like I, I don't know that I really want to go to PAX or something anymore. Cause what am I going to do there? I'm going to see trailers. I'm going to get to play games that aren't out yet. Why well, do that anyway? I just go to Steam and download the demo or watch whatever on YouTube. But it's like I can get that exact same thing. I can even interact with developers maybe through social media and so on. It's just like conventions in general sort of, again, I don't know if I want to say outdated, but they're definitely not as appealing as they once were. And especially once the pandemic hit and people didn't want to go out for obvious reasons, it made them even less appealing a thing to go to. And yeah, the peak of suffering for that. 
the peak of E3 was really when there wasn't a distribution platform that was very intuitive and easy to use and very mm -hmm. accessible for any publisher out there. Like now you can just put a game onto Steam, put a demo out there and do a next fest or something like that. Are you are you so saying I think that that's... a combination of Steam and Twitch killed E3? Oh yeah, for sure. 100%. Plus the pandemic. The pandemic was like the that killing too. blow. That, that was, was the, the final yeah, nail. Yeah. Like it was yeah. on life support before the pandemic. That was the third strike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wilfredo, are you going to miss E3? I'm going to miss what it was, not what it became. Like, I mean, I, I grew up on it too. So like being excited, like uh, when they were announcing PS2, I was like, oh my God, I'm so psyched for this. I'm so hyped. And when the system finally launched, I was like, yeah, I went out and got one. My grandfather was mad because he helped me buy it. It's 400 bucks and all this stuff. He was like, this thing better hold up for a while. And it did. But I had him watching E3. And he was like, no, t tell me about this here Tekken. What's this about? And I'm like, it's a fighting game. He's like, oh, here we go with all the punching and people in the face. I'm like, you know, you want to do that too. So, like, I'll miss what it was because we got excited about stuff. We used to, remember when we used to get. I'm sorry, I just uh, love like the, the, the like the full on impersonation of your family members. <laughs> oh, I love my grandfather. I love him to death. Like, I do that. There's those, there's those I think Papa John's commercials with Shaq, where he's like playing his whole family, and, like old Uncle Shaq, whatever. That's what I'm going to show you right how now. they make a shakaroni pizza. <laughs> he actually put on a beard. Well, afraid to put on a white beard. Tell you right now, I'm gonna go in this kitchen. I'm gonna get me a donut. <laughs> <laughs> Mina, I bet, is in her glory, by the way, because she thinks like Wilfredo is one of the funniest people in the world and has wanted to do yes. a cast with Wilfredo for a while. He is. He, he is hilarious. In case anyone didn't know that, he is hilarious. Sometimes I don't. I mean, sometimes you may be unintentionally hilarious, which is even better. I agree. <laughs> but yeah, like there was a time back when E3 would come out and you would get like... Uh, the uh, official Xbox magazine and PlayStation uh, magazine and get demo disc and stuff like that. You'd be psyched for it. And we're not going to get that anymore. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, I'm going to miss what it once was. Yeah. But I'm definitely not going to miss what it became. Like Dom, here's a sentence. You'll never hear somebody say again, dude, G4 is going to be off the hook this week. It's E3. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yep. <laughs> Man. Oh. Speaking of things that are no longer there. And tried to come back and now are still no longer there. <laughs> <laughs> what else? What else did we have uh, this year? Oh, Activision being purchased by Microsoft. Uh, Troy, I'm, uh, I know you've espoused uh, a lot of opinions on this on casts as we were watching this all rolled out. I mean, hell, this all started when Jason was still an employee here. <laughs> just finally years and years, years ago years and years ago another story how's that epic apple thing i going? was gonna say another story <laughs> that you were working on way back when has finally come to some type of fruition this week with epic getting a massive win against google jury finding yeah google's uh, kind of monopolistic and anti-competitive and now a judge is gonna have to figure out how to penalize them that won't be appealed or anything don't worry about it uh, so what are you thinking now, Troy, that we've had a few months? We've also seen Microsoft engage in talks with unions over at ZeniMax, bringing on some QA into full-time status with pay raises and benefits, upping the pay for the other uh, part-time QA employees. We've seen them make those statements leading into the FTC stuff about, you know, hey, we'll support if you want to unionize, fine. If you don't, that's fine, too. We'll stay out of it. We'll stay neutral. We're kind of starting to see their influence in some thoughts on what might be on Xbox Game Pass, what might not be. 
Are you still as hopeful for this buyout as you were initially? Yeah, I think so. I think so far they've they've pretty much kept their word on some of the things they were saying beforehand of how it would go and how they would treat employees and what they were going to do with some of the games and stuff. Um, I think it's taking probably a little longer than some of us thought for some of this stuff to start hitting Game Pass and things like that. But but they at least said, you know, when the purchase went through, hey, you know, uh, due to all the complications with the FTCs and all that, that uh, some of this stuff is going to take a little longer than you would have initially thought. So. Still waiting for some of the stuff to hit Game Pass. Still waiting for the day World of Warcraft is on Game Pass. Uh, that, that may be the the moment that World of Warcraft makes a huge comeback. But uh, yeah, so far I think they've kept their word, uh, and I think everything's looking pretty positive for that. We only have a couple of weeks left of Bobby Kotick's reign. Sean, he is expected to leave uh, based on his previous statements at the close of the year. Uh, so he'll be gone. Any takes on this? I know you've got some hot cakes to share. I mean, we already know how honest uh, Bobby is, you know. A be- <laughs> he is an upright citizen, to be sure. <laughs> yes. Totally believable. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, I I wanted to be more optimistic, and I kind of feel like I'm in a grandpa kind of like jaded type of vibe when it comes to gaming. Are you um, Wilfredo's grandfather? <laughs> well, I tell you now. PlayStation Two, man. Uh, <laughs> no, but the reason why I'm I, I'm hopeful, you know, I love the Game Pass. I think um, it's done great things. Um, but you know, Microsoft acquired Bethesda, and it's been almost three years since then. And at the time, it was. <laughs> Because, you know, Starfield was going to be, like, a PlayStation exclusive. I don't know if anybody remembers that. Way um, back when. <laughs> yeah, and so, I don't know, like, from the time of purchase to the time acquiring to how much change it can do. But just to see that the way that Starfield has been managed um, and handled, not beyond even the PR, um, I don't know. I don't know how useful or how much change Microsoft is going to enact within Activision because while Bobby is definitely a key role in that, I don't think he's the only problem. Like, he cut the head off the snake, but what new head is going to grow in his place type of thing. Yeah, I mean... Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. Yeah. Well, it's not It's not really that. I think the thing with Microsoft is they just take a hands-off approach. So whatever is going on in the company is going to continue to go on the company and there might not be as like uh, a hard punishment for not doing things. And I think that comes across to a lot of people as like Microsoft failing, but really you could take two approaches. You could take the Sony approach where you're very hands-on and you're moving, you know, studios towards, you know, specific directions and sometimes causing your games to kind of feel all the same, um, which is how I feel about most Sony games. They kind of all blend together for me. Um, where with Microsoft, you take a hands-off approach and that causes results of you can have really good games like Hi-Fi Rush or really bad games like Redfall because they just let whatever release with uh, no if, ands, or buts. So, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see uh, how Blizzard um, and Activision come out of it. I think what really makes me hopeful is the, the WoW team um, yes. who really just shows like... If they come out with a classic plus, I think that's like a like continue season of discovery into like a classic plus. I think that would be sort of the renaissance for for World of Warcraft. I don't think retail ever will be because in my view, you have to have 
challenging enough content throughout a leveling process and just in general, but not too challenging content. And retail is like you gather 20 mobs and everything dies in two seconds, where classic, you actually have to methodically work your way through just any standard cable leveling. You can't really just do, you know, go balls to the wall. Yeah. Um, so I, I think really my hope lies with the WoW team for sure and a classic plus eventually um, in the future. Any other big news that anybody wants to talk about? I'll open it up for them there. I mean, we got the Unity stuff that happened this year. Oof. Uh, we, we also have the Bungie mm -hmm. oof uh, that's basically closing out the year, and we're just kind of silently waiting to see if Sony ends up taking over the damn company that they bought. Uh, all kinds of game news this year. Any last-minute ideas or chat? Anybody wants to chime in? Stunning silence. I know this is this is kind of like not multiplayer, but it is multiplayer. We still haven't decided if we're getting pancakes or waffles. Oh God! Mm. Don't start. Don't. Start. Oh, we're bringing pre-show talk in. Oh, okay. <laughs> what about the crepes? Crepes. Uh, <laughs> crepes are not off the menu. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm skipping right to dessert. I'm going for cinnamon rolls. <laughs> cinnamon buds. <laughs> I hate all of you. I hate all of you. Oh, you can watch Skull and Bones on Twitch right now. Yeah, that's right. The beta access started. Uh, remember, though, if you get into the Skull and Bones beta, which I'm sure won't be anything like the day before, um, <clears throat> if you get into the Skull and Bones beta, you can only play for six hours. That's it. Wait, what? Yeah, their closed beta, which kicks off today ahead of their February release, you can only play for six hours. Because well, this that game just keeps getting better and better. That doesn't sound like anybody trying to hide anything, Troy. <laughs> no, that's yeah, not a red flag. On. I don't know what is at this point. <laughs> like, I'm, people I'm can so beat our game scared. in 10 hours, Matthew. Uh, what should we do? Uh, only give them six hours of beta time. access. I can't wait. Although Mike didn't get me a code, so I can't play this. There's no so. way. Hey, man, I've given you a ton of codes, but there's no way Ubisoft is sending me codes for this. I guarantee you. There is no way the Let way I have lambasted this that Ubisoft <laughs> is going to be like, here's some free codes. <laughs> We've been a little too honest. A little too honest. Our game could be beaten in 10 hours. Well, just make them only be able to play for six. Uh, <laughs> you're Zach brilliant. and I were favorable about that extraction game when we did. Uh, the, what? what was it? Oh, um, Ghost Recon Extraction, whatever it was. No, it was Rainbow. It was Rainbow Six Extraction. That's what it was. Yeah. Rainbow Six. Yeah. Yep. On a on a kind of a side note to what we were talking about with the the acquisition, I will say, and Game Pass um, today, Larian Studios came out and said that BG Three will never be on Game Pass, and the reason provided was because it built such a wealth of a game. Um, the price tag they feel like is justified, and I saw the article and i was like i totally 100 percent agree i love that game and i love um, everything in it that also explains why like it was the only game from the award show that didn't go on sale yep yeah. <laughs> and as I what, I, yeah go ahead that's all i was saying because they don't need to <laughs> exactly because they don't need to well, let's uh, slide over and do the weekly bombs. Remember, if you're listening to this, thank you so much again. Give it a like, a subscribe, turn on those notifications, all the good stuff that feeds the algorithms and keeps it going. And if you like what we do here, obviously stop on uh, over to MMOBomb.com. Check out all the other videos, articles, interviews, giveaways. Say hi to us in the comments there. You know, the site's what pays the bills, so we appreciate the visit. Much obliged. No 
uh, Always Online podcast next week or the week after. We're off for the week of Christmas, a uh, weekend of Christmas and the weekend of New Year's. We will return on Friday, January 5th with uh, episode 501. It'll be me, Matthew, and somebody else. I don't know who yet, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I think it's time now to go around and give our end of the year uh, week or end of the year bombs. And Jason, I mean, if you want to throw a prediction or two in there, since we missed those pieces oh with you no longer here, feel free. Damien, I know you have to drop in a few minutes, so we'll go to you first. Okay. Um, I'm giving an A-bomb to uh, the day before for falsely advertising what they were selling from the beginning and then failing so spectacularly so quickly. Yeah, I mean, that seems that seems warranted. That seems warranted. I guess uh, that makes sense. Go ahead, Wilfredo. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something foolish and give my kind of myself a, a dub bomb, but also <laughs> everybody else here for just being able to make it through 2023. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's been a very up and down year with all the gaming and all the other chaos going on in the world. I'm just glad we all made it. Yeah, I feel like we say that at the end of most years now, which <laughs> probably isn't good if you think about it holistically. Yeah. But hey, hey, got to get a positive beam somewhere. Yeah, I feel like in 2020, everybody was like, oh, thank God we made it through that year. Then 2021 is, oh, thank God we made it through that year. <laughs> 2022 is <laughs> like, um, I'm noticing a trend, gang. I'm noticing mm. a trend. <laughs> uh, shouldn't it be a dub bomb for the day before for doing exactly what everyone said that they would do? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> they get point. both. <laughs> there you go, Damina. Give them both. What do you got, Matthew? Uh, uh, an A bomb and also I guess a dub bomb to E three for for going down the way it did, but also you know thanks for the memories. Yeah, there is a nostalgia, a little bit of sad uh, sadness there for the nostalgia reasons. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie. What do you got, Zach? I'm gonna give a dub bomb to the World of Warcraft team. Kind of spoke on on this already, but um, I'm just really impressed with what they're doing right now. Um, I'm, I'm not. I wasn't a huge fan of of Dragonflight. Like it was re it was really fun. I love the dragon flying. Those components that I like, but I'm really loving Season of Discovery. So I got to give a dub bomb to them because they actually managed to get me hooked on WoW again, which is surprising. Fair enough, Jason. You know, for a prediction, I was going to look at. Uh, I noticed that Overwatch Two now is now up to fifteen percent overall positive on Steam. Oh, it's getting there. <laughs> this has got fifty percent uh, recent. But I tried, I did a little math. I was like, maybe I'll predict they'll get to twenty percent during the year. And I'm like, no, they can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to give my dub bomb to me. Look at look at you, yeah. Wilfredo. No shame. You're just like we're no, the no bomb. shame at all. Be, because and this is actually why I'm kind of sad we don't have the cameras today. Is I've been working out all year and I got some, I got a little bit of guns going right now. Do you I'm putting on some weight nice. and building some muscle? So uh, yeah, I would have shown those. I'm flexing right now, but you guys can't see it. Oh, they are so <laughs> big we can. Come back, Jason. They are so big we can see them. That's the thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. Yeah, all the way from wherever you are. Wow. But yeah, dumb on to me for sticking with the workout plan all year long. And uh, well, congrats. congrats. Some results at least. What do you got, Troy? Uh, bomb to 500 episodes. Thanks, everybody, for uh, supporting the show for that long. And bomb to having Allies Online installed now. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, it's installed. Okay, don't it's roll. Don't roll. Let me know what server you're on when you roll. We got to be the, the bad guy faction, right? 
Yep. Yeah. Okay. All cool. right. If you if that's what's going on, I'm joining in too. All right. Yeah. Pick a server, Troy. Let us know. Sean, what do you got? The bomb to can I do two? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the first, the bomb, it has to go towards not just the World of Warcraft team, but I think Blizzard as a whole. Um, they've made some questionable choices this year, but in particular with Diablo 4, what they've done uh, for Season 2 has been pretty incredible. You know, they've had a couple thunder, uh, thunders, but overall the game is massively enjoyable. And definitely, I, I actually prefer it over Path of Exile right now. Um, wow. The uh, I, I told you, hot cakes. That's, uh, that's some serious <laughs> hot cakes right there. <laughs> um, the other the bomb is to a game that I have played since 2004 called Tibia. The game is going strong. Uh, people have probably never heard of it, but PewDiePie loved it back in the day, and I still love it today. Game's pretty amazing. Been around for over 25 years now. The only game named after a bone. Yeah. Yeah, one of Mike Schaffner's favorites, and there's a new oh, yeah. there's a new game, uh, Raven something online. Raven, Raven Dawn. Raven Dawn. That online. was spawned kind of off like of in that tibia style. So the thing is, that game is actually made by somebody that made a tibia private server that got massively successful and now spawned into a, a game. I just oh. got a this this breaking news <laughs> just came in. I just got a ping that there is a new bomb coming from Demina before she has to drop for a work conference call. Damina, let's go live to you. Oh, live to me. Okay. Um, I just wanted to give one more uh, the bomb to Magic Man because this podcast is now 500 episodes old, but it all started as the brainchild <laughs> in the basement of our home, you know, all those years ago. And you have kept it going and you have kept it consistent and you have kept it interesting and... I've been doing this now for 500 episodes, so kudos to you and everybody else who stuck around and came along on this journey. Thank you for having me for the no, 500th thank episode. Thank you. That's very, very kind of you. It was not just me in any way, shape, or form. I mean, there was a period of 70 episodes where I didn't even work here anymore. So It was mostly me. It was mostly Jason. Yeah, we'll give, <laughs> we'll give it to Jason. Uh, everybody Dom. take care. Have a safe holiday. You too. Dom, yeah, what you do too. you got? Likewise. Uh, this show just got really sappy out of nowhere, but like, so uh, everybody always talks about, you know, how, how gaming adaptations of like TV shows and movies and all that stuff, like they're, they're usually bad. Recently, they started getting good, but on the opposite end of that spectrum, I'm going to give a bomb to Lord of the Rings Gollum. Oh, uh, Lord. Yeah. The bomb? Why did you mention? Did that? you say dub bomb? No, no, a bomb. Okay, a bomb. All right, all right, good. I was gonna say that was. Yeah, just just had to make sure that would have been a very hot cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that, that would have been the hottest cake ever. <laughs> now, see, so, now we have so... mounted. We have hot cakes. Like this is just we just make up our own language for this damn show. I have a question for you between Gollum. The uh, Kong one, and then the uh, what do you call it? The Walking Dead one. Which one do you think takes a shit show of the year? Oh, Gollum. Yeah. Gollum. I mean, that is that is another game that almost shut down its studio days after it was released. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, the day before we all knew was going to be this Gollum, we were like, this looks weird, but maybe like, okay, Gollum is stealth kind of makes sense. He looks weird. They didn't get Andy Serkis for the voice. That's weird, but maybe. Okay, no, it's awful. Yeah, it's it's awful. It's awful. <laughs> the question I keep asking is who asked for that? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was saying as soon as it was announced. I'm like, who wants to play Gollum in a game? Right. Like maybe as like a, a quest, but as a whole game, I was no. like, "Well, wait, wait, guys, it's uh, here's the pitch room, Jason. All right, here we go. All right, I got an idea for you. Picture this. Picture yeah. this: Splinter Cell, Sam yeah. Fisher, except yeah. we make him Gollum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he befriends <laughs> birds. Like, yes, get that guy a raise. Get that guy a raise. Obviously, I'm going to give a dub bomb to all of the viewers. What the hell are you talking about? (laughs) All of the viewers that have watched a free-to-play cast or an always-online podcast throughout all the years or listened to them, thank you so much. We've got tons of bombs coming in saying, you know, congrats on 500. That's very kind. Thank you so much. We very much appreciate it. Obviously, if nobody listened to it, there'd be no reason to do this so you are the entire reason that this place even still exists as a podcast uh and we very much appreciate it spread the word tell your friends have them come and check us out we love you dub bomb happy holidays happy new year to everybody i'm going to give you a question of the week but don't forget your weekly bombs even though it'll be three weeks until we do them on a show Put them into the uh, into the comments below on YouTube and on MMO Bomb. Your question of the week this week is: What is your personal gaming news story of the year? Could be big or small. What meant the most to you in a good way or a bad way? Let us know in the comments why. And if you don't care about any of that, tell us about a holiday gift you got that was gaming related this year, or that you gave to somebody that you want to share some goodness with us. And your weekly bombs, of course. Until next time, which is going to be in 2024. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, or if you don't celebrate anything at all, enjoy some time with friends and family. Wilfredo, what do you want to plug, and where can everybody find you? Uh, I'm still on Twitter, because it's Twitter to me. Uh, Damien X. Marius. Matthew. X gonna give it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. Uh, (laughs) Matthew. Uh, Yeah, find me on YouTube. At Dino Fries, I cover games and stuff. Bye, guys. Happy <laughs> holidays. Enjoy it. I cover games and stuff. Zach? <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Helthurian um, with one L. And also you can wishlist my game on Steam, Night of the Forgotten Realm. Um, just be cautious because the Steam page is very out of date and the game looks way better now. Jason? Follow me on Twitter at WinterInformal, streaming at twitch.tv slash JasonWinter. And I started something new this week. Yeah. Do you remember when I used to do those articles in Mobom where I'd like get into history of fantasy stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Parts that. I started a YouTube channel. Like where the monks class came from and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So I started a YouTube channel, actually, uh, just last night. I called it a Fantasy Roots. So you can go to youtube.com slash at Fantasy Roots, and you can see uh, the first video I posted just last night about bards. Very nifty. Yeah, I, I love those articles. So yeah, so definitely check that out. Troy. Uh, you can check me out on Twitter at noobfridge. Easy enough, Sean. Yeah, you can check me out on uh, Instagram. I've got a foodiegram. It's called Scenic Eats. S-C-E-A-N-I-C dot E-A-T-S. Go ahead and throw it in chat just like Jason did on his YouTube so everybody check and do the little clicky. Dom. 
I already bought myself uh, a holiday gift this year, and I, I, I literally just got it uh, 20 minutes before we started this podcast, which was uh, I bought myself a MetaQuest 3 so I could really trigger my motion sickness. You know? Oh, um, shit. Yeah, I was just going to yeah. say, you get motion sick. Why the hell did you buy that? It's a new Five Nights at Freddy's game that's only in VR. I got to try it out. <laughs> Pro tip, if you are walking in VR like your character's walking, act like you're walking in real life and it will help you It'll tremendously. Help your ear, inner ear. Okay. And yeah. also also put a fan on yourself too. And yeah, I actually heard the fan last night. So yeah, thank you. That, that, I'll just come advice. and stand in front of you and go... <laughs> <laughs> no no i don't no i'm not even gonna say it i'm not putting those words out into the air yeah uh, uh there, there's a reason why i did the sound rather than yeah. say what i was gonna yeah. do because they yeah, could exactly. definitely be yep. misconstrued uh-huh and i've been <laughs> stand right in front of you there, and yeah, <clears throat> there is no there is no mike Byrne 2023 quote from a show yet so i was not gonna have the last episode of the year have one on there that's why uh, you, i just left fuck it mike <laughs> you can follow me at uh it's just uh, on twitch or twitter perfect i'm Whatever. mike Byrne. you can follow me at magic man one but of course follow m at mmo bomb that way you'll know every time we're going live with a podcast a stream of i guess alad's online uh or interviews giveaways and all of that fun stuff until next time gang we love you so much stay safe and we'll see you on the servers next year. Later. Did, did we end it yet? No, shut up. The music's playing. <laughs> <laughs>